The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Trust the process. Do you respect the process? What's up, processors? podcasts are swinging buddy we're uh <laughs> we're uh all right i'm gonna i'm gonna be t- and completely um open about this ryan all right you, you okay with this okay okay yeah let's hear it uh ryan and i are recording this on thursday before the games and you're gonna get this tomorrow so this they don't even know this is coming ryan this is just gonna pop up in their feed they're gonna see it on their facebook page and they're like oh man uh, another processing man this is like christmas day all over again this is what we in the business call guerrilla podcasting we just sneak up on you. that's right you don't see us coming baby we're assassins in the dark uh right we're like four thousand miles away right ryan tell each other tell tell the fine folks where you are right now I'm in the beautiful state of Montana. I'm in the I'm in the middle. I'm on a mountain. I'm recording this on a mountain. Um, Montana's legit though. I've never been here, Brian. It's it's beautiful. Have you seen any bears? We have not seen any bears. Have you seen any nor moose, moose nor elk? Man, are you sure you're in Montana? The, it's it's weird. Like the the craziest wildlife I've seen is like a a squirrel. Oh, we have a lot of deer in our backyard. A lot of deer. I have a lot of deer where I live. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not really anything different. There's, it's cool it, though. You show me what it looks like. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, almost as glorious as college football. Like that segue. Thank you. We're at the start of the NFL tonight. Yeah. And the NFL is kicking off in a couple of hours here. So that's fun. And our University of Miami Hurricanes. Right, they play at eight as well. Yeah. Oh, how about that? Ooh, Matt Johnson. Matt Johnson saves the day. I was I couldn't figure out why the camera wasn't working, and the reason is because Matt had put a camera on top of you know. Here we're gonna we're gonna break the fourth wall. And uh, hey, Matt, uh, you're on processing the process. Uh, thanks for helping me out with the camera. Ryan can see me now. No, no. You, everyone gets to hear the voice of Matt real quick. I like this. So thank you, super producer, thank you. super super boss, Matt Johnson. You can't hear me, Matt, but thank you. Yeah, he can't hear you, Ryan, but I'll, I'll pass it along. Ryan says thank you as well. All right. Have a good night, sir. Everybody. <laughs> so anyways... <laughs> This is this is what happens when we do a little impromptu. So let's just get right into it. Last right. week, last week we had some small schools going at it. It was fun. It was a nice. It was a nice teaser. It was a nice uh, little morsel of uh, college football to dive into. But this week 
is when the bleep hits the fan. We get ACC, which we already did a preview for, and we start to get some Big 12 action this week, Ryan. You live now in a Big 12 country. How pumped is uh, the community? I mean, as pumped as they can be. So, I mean, I'd rather hear them talk about, you know, all their college teams than the Dallas Cowboys, to be completely honest. So, but, um, yeah, the vibe is uh, football is what runs through the blood of the Texans. So, um, people are definitely stoked up for sure. Nice. Good. As they should be. Because starting at the top of the Big 12, we have your hometown, Baylor Bears. Baylor went 11-3 and last year under Matt Rule who moved on to the NFL. And they, they, they were 8-1 and one in the Big 12. And they went out to get their next head coach, and they went to the uh, national champs, LSU, and grabbed their D coordinator, Dave Aranda. So Dave's starting off brand new this year, but he's got uh, players there. They're, they're still pretty loaded. Um, they might take a small step back, but, you know, it's definitely um, – not the worst situation to start with your first year. They only lost two starters on defense, too, which is nice. Right. And they have the um, defensive end, William Bradley King, the transfer from Arkansas State. He was, he, was, he was pretty productive last season. Eight and a half sacks, three forced fumbles. So he should, be, uh, he should slide right in the, in the Baylor defense for sure. I agree. Um, first, okay. Well, maybe that's where we'll start here. I've got uh, two players on the defensive side of the ball that I want to make sure I mentioned. Linebacker Terrell Bernard. Are you familiar? Yep. He was outside linebacker last year, but yep. injuries moved him inside. Left right. team in tackles. Yep. So, so I don't know necessarily what uh, the new coaching staff is going to ask him to do this year, but he's rangy. Uh, he's got speed. Um, he's got great instincts. Uh, 2018, he had 47 total sacks, 25 solo, one interception. And then last year, like you said, um, getting moved around a bit, he uh, was able to accumulate 112 tackles, uh, 53 solo, four and a half sacks, three, force, or three fumbles recovered, and an interception. So they got a pretty uh, reliable linebacker there to help him out transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got a uh, Greenland Arnold. Greenland Arnold. Um, I saw t- uh, on two sites. I saw him at listed at two different positions. I don't know what you went off of. I was trying to just stick. I, have, I didn't read anything on him though. No. Okay, so Greenland Arnold. Um, one site said he was a safety. The other site uh, said he's a cornerback. He's uh, 5'10", 175. He's a senior. Um, he's played every year of the last four years. Um, where he. Um, needs to improve is just um consistency but the one thing i noticed now 18 was a wash he got hurt but in 2019 he stepped up in every single category uh from his previous years so um 45 tackles 32 solo tackles he had a sack and he had six interceptions. Do you know that the Baylor Bears led the Big 12 in interceptions last year? I did not know that. I did not know that, no. Yeah, and they were fifth in the nation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, which could very well happen again. They only lost two starters, so. Right. Um, and then on, uh, what, who else do you have on the defense you wanted to mention? 
Uh, you kind of nailed down those guys, but just another guy to keep an eye on is uh, Rayleigh Texada, the corner. Okay. So keep an eye on him. Okay. Get a productive season. Okay. Sure. Uh, transitioning quickly to the offensive side of the ball, we'll start at quarterback. Charlie Brewer, he's uh, 6'1", 210. Uh, he's a senior. He's started the last three years, and he has been what I would call Mr. Reliable because yeah. his numbers have stayed extremely steady. And then in the categories that you would like to see go down, they have. So specifically, um, even with taking on more um, reps and his, his completion percentage has stayed within three or 4%. So that's pretty good. Uh, his passing yards have gone up every year. His yards per attempt has gone up every year. His touchdown production has gone up every year and his, interceptions went down. He only had four interceptions last year. And then add on to this. Count them 3,160 yards and 21 touchdowns. Yeah. And then 11 rushing. He had 11 rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah. So, yeah, right. Char- Charlie Brewer. And, and, go ahead. And, and a big thing to follow with him, too, is he has four of his offensive linemen returning, too, which is huge. So, everyone knows that that, that continuity in the offensive line is huge. Right. But he is missing a big piece in Denzel Mims. Of course. Of course. I'm thinking he'll do uh, maybe do better um, spreading the ball around. Hard to tell right now. Do you have anyone else on uh, offense that you're eyeing up? Uh, I don't. I don't. They are going to be led by their defense for sure. Yeah. Especially bringing in that coach. Defensive-minded coach. So, uh, all right, we will move on to Iowa State, the Cyclones. Iowa State was 7-6 and six last year, 5-4 and four in the Big 12, and uh, their returning coach is Matt Campbell. Now, defensive side of the ball, I only saw one guy. I don't know who you got, Ryan. Uh, Greg Eisworth, the second. Greg Eisworth? Yeah. He's a name that is definitely talked about in the top five uh, safety prospects that I'm seeing from the NFL coming up this year. Uh, 2018, he had 87 tackles, 56 solo, uh, and one interception. And then uh, 65 tackles last year with 37 solos, one sack, and one interception. Um, the stats don't show a lot, and I haven't watched him a lot, obviously. I'll just say that right now. I have not watched him. I don't watch a lot of Iowa State uh, football, and I maybe I need to. Right. Um, um, but what I do trust in what I read about him is he's, uh, you know, been lent, lead. Um, they lean on him to be their the leader on the defense, and they lean on him to help make all the defensive calls. And he's, uh, you know, a senior, so he's going to be hopefully quote unquote Mister Reliable. I kind of want to talk about this offense. Ooh, that, that's why I wanted to just get Iceworth kind of out of the way because that's the yeah. only name that stands out on defense. But, yeah, let's, let's hear what you got. What do you got about this offense? They're, I mean, they're pretty exciting. So, um, they do have Brock Purdy. He's, he's kind of like that name right now. I mean, he's exciting, man. 4,000 yards last year, 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, and he's got this tight end, Charlie Kolar. You familiar? I am. He's coming off a decent year. Decent year last year. He's 6'6", 250, um, 
700 yards last year, seven touchdowns. So he's going to be that big body. He's going to be targeting in the red zone for sure. And I do have one name. Um, keep an eye on Brees Hall, the running back. Mm-hmm. Um, as a true freshman last year, he finished with 900 yards, nine touchdowns, and 4.8 yards of carry. This He's 6'1", 215. So, wow. I like him. That's good size. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the guy that named uh, Pur- Purdy's one of the names that when you talk about the Big 12, he's, he's going to be one of the first names that you talk about. So, anyone right. that's familiar with Big 12 football or just college football in general, who probably already heard about Brock Purdy. But yeah, Kohler is uh, very interesting. The, the stats differentials between the, his first year of action and the second year of action is such a big jump that I don't even know what to take away from it. So maybe that hammers down the point of me and you need to watch more Iowa State football because I need to know right. I need to know how he got so many more looks with so many more yards and so many more touchdowns. I mean, that's a huge jump. You're talking about 600 yards and six touchdowns uh, through just one year of action. So, right. And um, a couple of years ago, they had Hakeem Butler on there. And right. obviously he's now he supposed to be that, that high power prospect, but right. just I didn't got released actually. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's where he did. All right. Pete. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one for the brand. Took that one on yeah, the chip. Yeah, for yeah, for yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I didn't see anyone for wide out on that. Um, but I'm sure there's gotta be no, some not, name with a quarterback like that, you think you're someone's gonna show up. Yeah, Purdy's got he's 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 got the arm, so they're gonna have some guys that are gonna have to uh, step up for sure. Okay. And once we see once we see through the season, we'll see kind of who those guys are and and um how they fare. Okay. I agree. One hundred percent. Uh, quickly, we will talk about Kansas because there's not a lot to talk about with Kansas. The only thing I'll start off with is they got less miles coming into year two. You know, less is legit, 100%. He's, uh, he's a, a Michigan man. You, you do know I that he, really used funny, to, he used to be in at Michigan. You do know that, right? Less miles back in the day. He's a oh, Michi- yes, 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 yes. Michigan. Um, I might be jumping the gun a little bit. Can I? But can I talk about their starting quarterback? Yeah, I actually um, listened to a podcast the other day that was trying to hype him up, and then I looked at stuff and I was like, "Meh." But go ahead, Thomas McVitty. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's a senior. This is gonna be his first start. Um, he had one attempt last year, and he threw a pick. Oh. Oh, for one, one interception are his college stats. But anyways, um, forget him. That's yeah. kind of like the thing with Kansas right now. The the, the biggest question is going to be their quarterback play. But they do have a talented running back. Uh, Puka Williams. Puka. Puka Williams. Now, in, 20, in last year, he finished with 1,000 yards, only three touchdowns. But the year before that, he finished 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. Um so you kind of want to see those touchdown numbers go up, but the yardage is pretty good. Uh, he's 5'10", 170. So if he gets those rushing touchdowns up, he could be a legit uh, prospect for sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't see any fumbles, which is good. Yeah. The weirdest <laughs> stat with him, uh, those uh, you know, the rushing stats look nice. The improvement from a 5.1 rush. I'm sorry. He actually went down. Hmm. 
He went down 1.9, but whatever. We were talking about they're not very good. But 33 catches for 289 yards, that's terrible yards per catch. Yeah. That's yeah. That's check down Charlie 100%. That's just some guy freaking out, blitz coming in, catch it for two yards. Yeah. I mean, do you have anybody for no. receiver? I have one guy. Go ahead. Um, Stephon Robinson. Um, 5'10", 180, that stereotypical slot guy, I guess. Um, finished last year with 45 catches, 730 yards, and eight touchdowns. So that's probably going to be um, McVitie's go-to guy in mm-hmm. this offense. So, okay. Yeah, Kansas is a they're, – they're not fun to talk about. A work in, proj- in the process. Uh, yeah, let's, sure. let's stay in the state and move to Kansas State. I only have uh, one name written down. Do Do you have anyone? I have Mr. Skyler Thompson. Okay, I'll let you talk about him first. But uh, let's see. Uh, Kansas State last year were eight and five under Chris Kleinman. Okay. Um. Yeah, Skyler Thompson. So the big thing with Skyler is he's a major threat on the ground. He's got over a thousand yards rushing in his career, but um, he's not going to hurt you by any means. He's got 27 starts, so he's got the experience. He's not going to make that many mistakes. Um, they don't throw the ball a lot. They don't throw the ball a lot. He's only got like 600 attempts his whole career, in like three seasons. So, <laughs> so he does. They uh, do not throw a lot, but he finished last year with 2,315 yards, 12 touchdowns, and five interceptions. So. He's a guy he, – he's kind of like a Tyrod Taylor, if you think about it, you know, going to get you those those big yards on the ground, not not kill you in games, but also at the same time might not be the guy you want in at the fourth quarter down by four. So Okay. So uh, able to um, facilitate uh, to his playmakers, but when when push comes to shove, doesn't necessarily have the gifts that you need to kind of right. – Get, get you down the field and crunch them. Okay. Uh, I have a guy from the defensive side of the ball, uh, Elijah Sullivan. He's a outside linebacker. He's six foot, 215. He's a senior. Um, 2017, he had 28 tackles total, 23 solo, a sack, and a forced fumble. He was injured in 2018. And then in 2019, he came back and uh, big, pretty big jump um, 65 total tackles with 46 solo tackles and if we can guess anything about playing in the big 12 is uh, i'm gonna guess those numbers all go up especially in the tackle range because he's gonna have to be running all over the place and making plays because big 12 brings the offense right one more guy to touch on um defensive end wyatt hubert uh 6'3 270 uh, defensive end, so he's coming off a seven sack season. So that's another guy he could produce a little bit more. But uh, with the last name like Hubert, I'm not expecting a great year. So, <laughs> man, getting, getting killed for his name. That's a shot at Mama. I mean, that's what that is, Ryan. Hubert gonna... is Hubert. Hubert is. <laughs> say it. Just say it. Hubert. I mean, Hubert. He could be an awesome guy. He really could be. But okay, let's move on to the the, the fun team. Oh, yeah. We get to talk about Oklahoma now. There we go. That'll pick us up. Yes. 
returning coach, yes. Lincoln Riley, just signed a massive extension during the offseason. He Never will, heard of him. Him and uh, the Sooners went 12-1 and one last year, 8-1 and one in the Big 12. And uh, we probably could t- – I've been, I've been keeping my list to um, three guys most uh, at most. Um, we, we could talk about probably like at least 12 guys. This was my longest uh, my longest uh, list here. Okay. Um, maybe I'll, I'll – let me pound out three, and then I'll, I'll let you chime in on the rest. Does that sound good? Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, returning running back Kennedy Brooks, five foot eleven, two fourteen, junior. And he opted out. Hmm. He uh, opted out. Opted out. Oh, all right. Yep. So just keep your eyes on him for the draft. Man, I was looking at ESPN and they had the little active dot next to it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's the thing with Oklahoma. I'll, I'll step in real quick. So. Oklahoma, they at one point they had Trey Sermon. They lost him to Ohio State. Trey Sermon was a super talented, like speedy, powerful running back. And then they lost Kennedy Brooks to the opt out. So now they're relying on TJ Pledger. He's 5'9, 193. So he's not that. Actually, that's not bad size. I'm not, yeah. I'm not mad about that. I like to see 5'10 in like the 200s range for like running backs that I prefer. But so he's got some experience. So he's a junior. Okay. Um, so Kennedy Brooks won't play this year, but he did, um, statistically regress from one year to the next. Not, not significantly, but his yards per attempt went down. He cut his touchdowns in half. Did, did he get hurt last year? I don't even know what happened. Just seems like a weird big drop. Um, okay. Then how about Charleston Rambo? Is he playing? Yeah, that's like their only running back right now. They're after that. It's just a bunch of guys who they just need to see what they got really so so Charlie Rambo's really their only dude right now. Okay. Six one, one seventy nine junior. Uh last year forty three catches, seven hundred forty three yards and five touchdowns. Pretty good. And that's yeah. with that's with CeeDee Lamb being there. <clears throat> and then the only other guy is a guy that should have probably not should have he could have easily entered the draft last easily. year. And he's easily going to be a first-round selection, probably top half of the draft selection, although it's a little hard to predict um, for center. Probably probably would have been a first-round guy last year, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Creed Humphrey, man. I I can't wait to watch this, dude. I heard great things about him. He's got good size, 6'5", 307. He's a junior. He's a mauler. Brings that attitude. And, uh, yeah, Oklahoma, man. They'll they'll give you a few offensive linemen. It's, yeah, it's going to be him and uh, Marquise Hayes on the offensive line, really. Um, so I kind of want to talk about this new, flashy new quarterback. So, as we know, uh, Spencer Rattler is going to be the new guy in Norman. Um, he's 6'2", 180. He is coming out of Phoenix, Arizona. Um, he broke the high school state record in passing with 11,083 yards, 116 touchdowns, 1,040 rush yards, 14 touchdowns. So, Brian, as like an Oklahoma fan, is that something where you're like, oh, boy, I can't wait to see this guy in a Lincoln-Riley offense. Right. So, Spencer Rattler's that big polarizing name in college football right now, I think. Yeah. That – um. 
they they could probably be a little realistic in the fact that you went from Baker Mayfield to Kyler Murray to Jalen Hurts, and now you're going to bring in a guy, freshman, start him off the bat, and the whole well, team. Well, no, is, he was a, he, he was a, a freshman transfer. last year, and a he tra- right transfer. Yes, he yes, 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 yes. Okay, so yes. Um, they're not going to be what they were, but I'm pretty sure Sooner fans understand that. They're in for the long haul. I mean, with Lincoln Riley, head coach, there's always some hope. So, um, there's one more guy I want to touch on. Yep. Um, I don't know if you had read anything about Ronnie Perkins, the defensive end. I don't. He's coming off a six-sack season, so – um, but I'm reading that he got suspended or he has a looming suspension. I couldn't really find anything. I tried to research it and I really couldn't literally find anything, which I thought was weird. So, but he's another talented guy in the line. So depending on whenever that suspension, if it happens or how long it lasts, keep an eye on him on the defensive end. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely uh, too too far out of it to be able to talk on that. So. Instead, what we would do is move on to staying in state, once again, to Oklahoma State, bringing back the best hairdo in the game, Mike Gundy at head coach. He uh, guided his uh, Cowboys to an 8-5 and five record, a 5-4 and four record in the Big 12. That's rough. I don't think, in, in my opinion, I'm sure Gundy kind of agrees, you should never have – that close to a, a, a 500 record in the Big 12 when you're Oklahoma State. There's a lot of struggling programs in that conference. So the fact that, you know, you got beat up like that's a little rough. Um, offense. That's where we're talking, yeah, isn't have, it? Uh, it's, it's fun. So they do have a really exciting offense with a quarterback that's still sort of developing. Um, Spencer Sanders. Uh, he missed the last three games last year with a thumb injury, so that's something to monitor, but he's probably fine. So he finished with 2,065 yards, 16 touchdowns. I didn't write down the picks because I'm an idiot. I don't know why. But um, he finished with 620 yards rushing and two touchdowns, and boy, does he have some talent to play with. Talk about him. All right. Chuba Hubbard, running back. And I want to talk about Tylen Wallace. So I don't know if you – remember it was a sports center top 10 uh tylen wallace had a ridiculous um one-handed catch do, do you remember that i do not know what team they're playing but it was absolutely disgusting but anyways i digress so he's a senior he's six foot 185 coming off a 53 catch season 903 yards eight touchdowns 17 yards per catch so that's uh Favorable. Pretty good. Okay. And then um, Chuba Hubbard. Um, could he declare last year? I don't remember. But if he declared, no. he, okay. wouldn't, he wouldn't be coming back. Oh, I know. I'm saying, like, could he have declared? Could he I don't have? remember. But yeah. You caught me. This He's the only guy I didn't write down what you – Oh, shoot. Okay, I'm sorry. He's, okay, no, yeah, he's a junior. He's a junior. I was going to say, I, I for okay. whatever reason, every single player I wrote down, junior or senior, and for some reason I didn't write his down. But, yeah, right. well, junior something. Shuba Hubbard is exciting. Mm-hmm. He's six foot, 
200 pounds, coming off 330 carries for 2,094 yards and 21 touchdowns. Yeah, dude. So, so he's a four, 6.4 yards a carry. Um, let me see through the air. I don't. I didn't write that down. Let me look that up real quick. I got it. So right yeah, through here. the air, not much of a factor. Twenty-two catches, two hundred and thirty yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, nothing. But nothing exciting. Uber talented. But I, I don't think that's his fault. I'm sure if he was no, given the, the chances, he probably would have capitalized on it. Yeah, Chuba. Uh, he first um, this year made a little bit of noise when uh, Gundy appeared with some kind of T-shirt and got himself in some trouble. Yeah. Chuba was very yep. outspoken, but. Gundy says, that's water under the bridge. We're fine, guys. Moving on. Season as, as usual. So, speaking of season as usual, we will transition to TCU, Texas Christian University. TCU has been a little down the last couple of years. While they're still putting out – the thing I, I, I notice about them is they're still putting out players in the NFL. You know, they just got Jalen Rager drafted. Um, there's a few other names I remember. Um the record's not there. They were three and six last year. I'm sorry, they were three and six in the Big Twelve last year, five and seven overall. And um they are uh they're not they're looking a big so defensive good. team. They are. Um I kinda like what they always are. They do have an exciting safety tandem. Um did you write anything down about these guys by chance? No. So Trevon Morig and Ardarius Washington. So they're I did a little research on them. They're probably one of the better safety duos in the Big 12. Um, so they're coming off of nine interceptions total. Um, so, yeah, they're going to be, like, the anchor on this defense. So they're, they're, they're solid. Mm-hmm. Um, offense, there's not really much going on. I mean, they do have a decent tight end. Pro Wells, he had five touchdowns last year. He's 6'4", 257. He's just their reliable – red zone guy um one note here on quarterback max duggan is not going to play this year he has some heart issue oh so he won't he won't be playing so they're going to go with um matthew downing i didn't write anything down of him because i'm sure i don't know anything about him at all Mm -hmm. so that's all i know is matthew downing is going to be their starting quarterback okay uh yeah the only way to go is up for tcu right we can right. move on to Texas. Is it gonna be Texas year? Is, is that's that's every year, right? This will be the year. Oh, we have Sam yeah. Ellinger. This will be the year. Well, Sam Ellinger is a senior, guys. So if it's not this year with Sam Ellinger, it's not happening. At least not with him. Sam Ellinger, he always has those numbers. I feel like. Um. Finished last year, 3,600 yards, 32 touchdowns. I don't have his rushing – do you have his rushing numbers on hand or not? I don't, know. I can – Yeah, well, well, don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, he, all we know, he, he can run. Um, and he has a legitimate, probably top 10 prospect at left tackle in Samuel Cosme. Right. 6'7", 309. He's a monster. This guy's a legitimate top 10 prospect. Um like lock him in, so yeah. Samuel Cosme is a, is a stud. After he's got uh, one of the best offensive tackles. Yeah. After Pac-12 canceled their season, which means that Oregon canceled their season. Um, that was the next tackle prospect, and I was like, okay, well, here, here's at nice least school. the next tax, the, the next uh, tackle we can actually watch this yep. season. So uh, Texas yep. last year, 
uh, eight and five overall, but once again, five and four in conference, you gotta be better than that. Especially when you're Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, they had big hopes when they brought in, uh, Tom Herman, they brought him in over from Houston. Uh, this is, uh, he's going into his fourth season already, man, time is flying. Uh, he's 25 and 15 heading into this year. And this year he doesn't have any cupcakes to beat up on. He's they're diving right in third game of the year. They're getting Oklahoma. So they get two warm up games. I forgot uh, right now who their opponents are the first two games, but, uh, there's, there's no, uh, gear up time here. You, you either come in ready to swing or, uh, you're going down early. Yeah, I feel like Sam Ellinger has been playing quarterback for Texas for 20 years. So this is like way. this is like his last uh, last shot. I mean, he's got the the continuity with even with the receivers with Josh Moore, Brennan Eagles, and Jake Smith. Even at running back with Keontae Ingram coming back, and I mean, with a with a with a, a franchise left tackle there, I mean, it's either put up or shut up for Sam yeah. Ellinger this year. Do you have anyone down for uh, running back? Keontae Ingram. Oh, I'm sorry. I misheard yeah, you. Yeah, Keontae Ingram. Um, I believe he is a junior, junior, I believe. Let me double check that. Yeah, six foot, 223. Yep, he is a junior. Uh, finished last year. He only had 150 carries, uh, 853 yards and seven touchdowns. But, boy, he's got great size. So, um He's been kind of consistent with and hovering on the, the five six yards of carry, so mm -hmm. and around thirty catches a year. So, Keontae mm -hmm. Ingram's that consistent, uh, reliable back in Texas. Okay, they They're, do have a legitimate safety prospect too. They Caden do too. Stearns. Okay, I was going to say yes, um, Stearns. They're We've already talked about a few teams in the Big 12 that are not as traditional where we we're talking they're going to have to lean defense, they're going to have to lean defense. Texas is going to have to lean offense. They, they, Sam Ellinger uh, needs to be the reason they're, they're winning games. Now it's tough to be putting all that on him, but that's kind of where they've been set up here for the last few years. So sorry, right. Sam. I'm rooting for you, bud. Moving on, staying in state, we got Texas Tech. The Red Raiders. What do you like? Red Raiders. That's a good Berman uh, uh, yeah. sound off. Uh, yeah. we, they got Matt Wells returning in his second season. Last year, the, um, Texas Tech was a, uh, let's see here, four and eight, and then uh, two and seven in conference. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Not great. Um, so, oh shoot, sorry. My Zoom's messing up. Okay. So they did lose three offensive linemen. Um, I make that note because I looked uh, quarterback Alan Bowman. He's missed eleven games in two seasons because of injuries. So he needs um, some form of protection in front of him because he's a little uh, uh, um, injury prone, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, but in the rest of his games, he's got 3,600 yards, 23 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. So, I mean, he's got the, he's got the numbers. It looks like he's got the talent. So, um, if, they should, if they can just get some line in front of him, he should be all right. And it, stay on the field. They're, um, I'd like to say that because they're only in year two with their coach that they're rebuilding. But 
I, it feels to me that Texas Tech is always middle of the pack. No matter what they do, they, they lose guys to Oklahoma. They lose guys to in-state to Texas. They lose guys in-state to Baylor. You know, they're, even Oklahoma State, they'll steal guys. You know, they're just from, you know, right. um, you know not far away. So, yeah, Texas Tech, it, it seems like the years that they have um, above average production, and um, record is the years that they're able to have a really heavy senior loading class and a, um, a returning uh, quarterback for a while. Did, have they ever had any? Have they had any good quarterbacks recently from Texas Tech? You think of anyone? Not that I've heard of. No. 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 I'll pretty haven't made it really anywhere. So. Wait, isn't there one guy? No, not one. <laughs> we'll move on. To the last team. <laughs> no offense, West Virginia. You should have stayed out of the Big 12 because you don't run the brand that is the Big 12. You don't have offense at all. You've got nothing. I, I don't have a lot written down for West Virginia, but what I do have written down are the Stills brothers. Yes. In the middle of that defensive line, Dante and Darius Stills, 14 sacks. That's not yes. bad. No, seriously. Okay. Bad. Legit. Let's let's give uh the Stills brothers serious props because they are beasts for the West How Virginia cool is that though to play team. play right next to your brother, like your actual brother? That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah, it is awesome. It is awesome. Um uh, West Virginia. So, but seriously, you should you should keep an eye on them. Yeah, absolutely. No, that one hundred percent. Um they just happen to not be they're not built like a Big Twelve team. They're <laughs> yeah, they're not. They don't have the supporting cast of you know, an Oklahoma or an Oklahoma State. You know, those those big those teams that are getting those big time recruits. You know, they could probably out drink um, every other team. West Virginia is always yes. a top five party school, so maybe not That's this year. The goal Pat McAfee had to attend. That's right. Also, shout out uh, Seton O'Connor from the Dan Patrick Show. He also went to West Virginia. He literally just and went there to because he knew that they partied. That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. And Buffalo Bills, great David Sills. Sills, Stills, look, they got something going on here. No, David. Yeah, I remember the, yeah. the fan favorite, David Sills, David. the savior at the outside of wide receiver. He was the fifth, wasn't he? David Sills, the fifth. David Stills the fifth. Yeah, yeah, he was the one who got like a scholarship for to USC to play quarterback at like thirteen. Okay, I remember this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, well, let's not be, much we'll, going on. No, I'll be. We'll be real serious for them for one second. We gave them props uh, for the Stills, the Stills brothers. Uh, Neil Brown's coming into his third year, so maybe his guys are finally seeing the field. You know that old cliche of college football. Oh, wait till I get my guys in there. Wait till my guys are in there. Well, your guys are in there. They're in here this year. Yeah. They're in here next year. Last year, you guys were a pitiful, well, not that pitiful, but three and six in conference, five and seven out of conference. I don't see them moving much much up at all. No. Um, their quarterback, uh, Jared Dodge, Dooge, Deej, I don't know. I've never heard of this dude. He took over late last season um, just because of injuries and all that. He was kind of – he gave him a little pick-me-up. I mean, finished 800 yards and seven times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, finish but it. in 2018, <laughs> that's all. I got. But in 2018, I'm 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 not going to hold him that bad. 
2018, 2,600 yards, 27 touchdowns, 12 picks. Not a bad ratio. Um, he could, watch him. He could, he could be fine. Yeah, yeah. I always watch at least one um, West Virginia West Virginia game, especially in their home. Um, maybe this year will be different because of the fans, but it is a good atmosphere. When if you catch them on a night game, oh um, yeah, West West Virginia is a lot of fun. Country roads. I mean, I mean, I would love to go to a West Virginia game. I think that would be a crazy experience. Do it. I'm down. Second is COVID, so yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's probably actually between me and you. That's not horribly like splitting up the. Well, you're probably still making up most of the drive there compared to me. But dead center between where I am in Texas and Buffalo is Nashville, Tennessee. Dead center. Well, you know I want to go there. I need to go there. Nashville's a blast. I love it. All love right, it. Ryan. Big Twelve Ryan. is is crossed off the list. All we have left is SEC. And I think what we can do is maybe save that for two weeks when you're back. They come back to 27th. That's the SEC kicks off the 27th. I already looked at that. So uh, Ryan is still gallivanting around the nation, taking in some sights. I love it. Enjoy your time, buddy. Um, I appreciate that. When you find a little time to watch some college football, um, I can't wait to chat with you. We were having some fun watching, uh, was it Memphis we were watching? Brady White was chopping it up out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like did Brady you, White. Did you, he, yeah, he's efficient. Uh, did, did you happen to catch the Monday night game? Oh my God. No. no, but Twitter was in shambles. <laughs> I mean, the very first, so I turned on Twitter, I turned on Twitter, opened up Twitter, the very first tweet. I saw was Navy's going to have Navy's uh, offensive line is going to have a long night. That was the first tweet I saw. Oh and um, the narrator, they did have a long night. They did have a long night. Uh, uh, I'm getting a little better at the social media game. I'm still trying to, someone, if you want to give me a shout out and help me out here, I'm trying to figure out how you get gifts to post on the Facebook. I was halfway there. I got a gift, but it turned into just a screenshot for some reason. I don't know. But the stop, stop, he's already dead. You know that gift from oh, Simpsons? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, that's every that's time, such a prolific gift yeah. that I think, I think people got it. Uh, real quick before we sign off tonight, in all seriousness, I did enjoy watching that game because I had three takeaways. One, uh, going forward, any university that thinks they can get away with just doing tackling dummies um, to stay socially distanced safe, not a good idea, especially when you're doing a Monday primetime game for the whole nation to see. When everyone saw, okay, they literally forgot how to tackle. So scratch it off the list, figure out something else. Even if it's a robot, figure out something else to do to tackle a moving object because Back they, to the drawing they, board. they made the BYU running backs look like they were coming out of the like LSU. They look like they were a bunch of Alabama running backs steamrolling people. It was hilarious. Uh, but legitimately there were three guys I'd liked 65, the right guard or the left guard for BYU was a man mover. Almost every single big play, uh, he was involved in on uh, their because they just beat him down in the run game. And then um, the duel of the nose tackle 99 and the uh, three tech of 95 for BYU. I'll get their names um, written down here and I'll talk about them at another time, but uh, I enjoyed watching them too. So even in a bad game, 
I stayed in and I still scouted a little bit and kept my eyes on three players. Right. That's what got me through the game, Ryan. And legitimately, I was like, oh, this is horrible. But at least these three guys look really good. Was there anybody at all on Navy where you're like, okay, he's kind of got it? No. Anybody? No. Oh, oh, they missed Malcolm Perry. They, they kept getting the, tackled the for losses. The, the, the linemen weren't even getting out of their stances, seemed like. They'd say hike, so and then is, and then the guy was three yards in the backfield. Is Navy offensive line the new Florida State? Uh, they probably were last year, and we just didn't know enough you can, to watch you can handle. You can handle the Navy offensive line. I'll handle the Florida State. Okay. That sounds good. Um, all, right. all right. Last thing before we go. We did the, the primer for the week. So, real quick, I'll just run through what games are actually on this week. Uh, Cincinnati's taking on Austin P. OK State is taking on Tulsa. Oh, I think that game's postponed. It's not updated, but I think that one says. I think it is. I don't know. Anyways, uh, Notre Dame takes on South Florida. North Carolina's taking on Charlotte. Uh, Georgia Tech, USC, or UCF, and uh, Citadel Clemson. So I bet you Citadel wins. I just skipped ahead two weeks. You know what? Pfft, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking forget about. It. I forget what week we're on. The people only care about people only care about UAB Miami anyway. So, amen to that. Monday, eight o'clock. You already got Tonight. me ready for that. Yeah. No Thursday. Thursday, eight o'clock. Thursday is eight o'clock. Yes. All right. I'm gonna sign yep. off though before I ruin this All show right. anymore. Ryan. Perfect. Good to see you, processors. Enjoy the rest of your. Uh, weekend here enjoy the games and uh we'll be back tuesday take it easy do you trust the process do you respect the process Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set, mother Delay of game, offense.